you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast, three moms getting real with parenthood, relationships, and our WTF moments of our daily lives. My name is R. Kyle Lynn. I'm Cheyenne Floyd. And I'm Shannon. What's up, Think Loud Crew? We hope you've had a wonderful new year. Here's a look back at some of our favorite clips to celebrate the new year. Enjoy. I will never forget, there was one day where we were watching a movie, and there was a party scene in the movie, and this guy was walking through and was hugging people. And Boz stopped and said, wow. And I was like, what is it? And he was like, people hugging. And I was like, Aww. I was literally like, my poor child <laughs> is hug. literally like, what is this? That like, it was like he had seen like a phenomenon or something like people were interacting and hugging and like together and happy. And I was like, yeah. this is a really... Like, it's a very bizarre early existence for our children, but I am I am thankful that we have each other and that we were still able to give them some kind of um, just interactions yeah. or, hey, this is what life can be even during this very odd, confusing, fragile, controversial time. Right, and there was so much controversy in the beginning, whether, like, to send your kids to school or to keep them home or to do, like, I know the school, I was so excited. I got Ryder into this school and they had offered like 
Zoom, and then they offered mini pods where you mm-hmm. would like be with a specific like group, or you can come on campus. And I talked to her dad, and at first we were playing around with the idea of the pod, but then we're like, we don't know where those other people and those families have been, so like we'd be putting ourselves at risk and putting Ryder at risk. We never were like, let's do Zoom because Ryder at the time was three, and I just don't want to sit my like I don't want her first experience with school to be over the computer. Yeah. So we just put her out all together, and it was really hard for her to understand like why she couldn't go to school. Because I have a kid who's ready to go to school. Like she just, yeah, she does not want to be bothered with me. She wants to be with <laughs> other people that are her size, and it was a battle for a long time, like a yeah, real yeah, battle. I co-parent with the writer's dad, Corey, who most of you guys <clears throat> know from the challenge on MTV. We met on the challenge. We had no intention of having a child together, but you know, sex equals babies y'all. And apparently we had sex. So (laughs) my status with him is we co-parent. I mean, we do, I pat myself on the back. We do a really good job with co-parenting. A lot of people say like, oh, is it easier for you guys to co-parent because you guys never dated. And I would say there's pros and cons to both sides. Like whether if you dated someone and have a kid or whether you had a situation like myself where it was a one night stand and we had a kid, um, the pros and cons are different for each scenario with Corey and I, I genuinely had to get to know this person. So it's like having a baby with a complete stranger, like, Hey, what's your religious background or like private or public school or like, what's your mom's name? Like (laughs) we were starting from the very beginning. Wait, what's your name? (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) Like we had to start from the very beginning of getting to like actually know each other because now we're raising this child together. So does that make co-parenting easier? No, not at all. Is it easier that we don't have like some big like baggage claim behind us? I guess, but at least I would know like what his middle name was, you know, and I wouldn't be asking like (laughs) those like basic questions that we would have already went over. So if you had, yeah, right. If I had had that relationship to know him before we had done the deed, Um, (laughs) but that's my status. I'm. I got two baby daddies, y'all. But (laughs) I have a baby daddy and a fiance. Uh, who is to be a baby? Who is also a baby daddy? <laughs> yeah. He's a baby daddy, but uh, he put a ring on it, and yeah. he is—he is solidifying he the is. status. He hates when I call him anything other than my fiance. So, are you open to dating? I am open dun, dun, dun. to dating. Dating with a kid is hard. It's, it's so hard. hard. I feel like. Um, Do you know what you would want? Like, if the right man came along and was like, "Hey, Shannon, this is where I am. Like, I know you're a mother." How do I take you out on a date? Like, what is the? I think it's like, very what's the protocol? Easy. First, she gets a babysitter, right? <laughs> but it's like, I does think, he yeah, pay for the I, babysitter? Like, what? That's a thing. Yes, that is a thing. Oh, that is. A I thing. just feel like I just have to be like, sir. I have to check up on my mom, and my dad, to see if they can watch. Yeah. <laughs> if someone was like, "Hey, I'll pay for your babysitter," real, can we call my mom real fast because. <laughs> I got I got move some things but around. But I feel like I need my man, if the person I'm going to date, to understand that I have 
more things to think about than just let's just go out like Mm -hmm. ask me a couple days before if we can go out so i can figure out where parker is gonna be yeah and then to understand that you are not my first priority Mm -hmm. like i am not gonna cater to you uh, on a thousand because i have i have a young man at home which is my son and he gets all of my attention So you're not going to get my full attention. And I'm sorry. You have to be okay. Sorry, with but not sorry, to be honest. Yeah. So you, um, I feel like those are things that in the dating life and what I want in my man is he's going to have to understand that. Like for Ryder, she's at the age right now where she really likes the idea of a schedule, even though, you know, half the time we don't end up following it but in the morning she likes knowing like okay this is what's gonna happen today like mommy needs to do this right these are writers tasks to do and these are tasks for writer and mommy to do and she really genuinely is like looking for her schedule and following her schedule in some form or fashion and within the schedule i have to genuinely put time for just play time like free time almost where before I would find myself shooting all day for teen mom and then doing stuff for Instagram, doing stuff for YouTube. And then I'm done. Like I'm so drained. I'm so tired after that. I don't want to play Barbies. Like I don't want to play house. I don't want to cook dinner. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit and like stare at the wall, but I don't have that option, but just feeling like Ryder would feel that, you know? So I had to learn I'm still learning, honestly, that it's a work in mm-hmm. progress of when to, like, say no to certain opportunities or to say no to certain, you know, job things, which I, you know, I'm starting to itch. <laughs> I was going to say Cheyenne itches. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm getting she overwhelmed just no. thinking about it. I hate saying no. I literally yeah, take every everything that comes my way. I'm like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. I can figure it out. But I'm yeah. I'm starting to realize, like, number one, I'm way too pregnant. And number two, my kid that's already here is looking at me like, hey, hey sit down, like, you. spend time with me. And in my head, I'm like, I need to work up until I have Ace so that once I have him, like, I'm comfortable those next few months. And mom, my mom keeps looking at me like, you are fine. Like, stop pushing yourself so much i would say my low with social media was around the time that i announced my first pregnancy with Ryder. there were so many questions regarding who her father was and it was like no one would say like oh no no i take that back plenty of people said congratulations Mm -hmm. now the same amount of people that said congratulations would be like congratulations but who is her father Or does this baby have a father? Or where is the father? And it just was so, it was thousands and thousands of questions regarding her father. And at the time, I didn't know. So I'm like reading everything. And it's so frustrating. It was so frustrating. And I'm like, if I knew, trust me, you would know too. Okay. But (laughs) leave me alone. So I would turn the comments off and then they would go to the DMs like, we Mm. still want to know. Like, okay, like I know, but let me work this out. And then let me go through my own thing right now. Right? Like, let me work it out. And then once we get it worked out, I'll alert, 
I'll let you guys know. So I feel like that was one of my lower moments just because there were so many assumptions and so much negativity brought into an already questionable time during my life that just made it even harder to be happy or to want to share like anything regarding my pregnancy when regardless of the whole father situation, I was happy. Like I had to make the choice. And once I made the choice, I was having the baby. It really wasn't a choice because I never questioned it. But once I was like secure in like telling my family and stuff, like I'm Mm -hmm. having this kid, then it was like, I was getting so much hate for that choice still. And the hate Mm -hmm. in my head was like, you guys don't even know. Like, what if, right? Like, you don't know the situation. And what if the situation was that the dad just didn't want to be known on social media or something? Like, it was too much. What if it was, yeah. Right. Like, you just don't ever know. So I would say that was one of my lower times with social media that I kind of stayed off of it and shied away. You know, I'm I'm an aunt times two now. Like, I know, I know. I have a niece and a nephew. Like, I literally thought Cheyenne was going to give me, like, you know, a Another gang girl? of nieces. Yeah. Oh, I did, too. <laughs> I for sure thought I was having all girls. I'll be the first one to say it. I've never, ever, ever, ever pictured myself with a boy. Ever. I'm so excited you have a boy. I've been saying since the beginning, I want you to have a boy. I don't know why. I just think you're funny with Parker and Boz. The way you act with them, too. <laughs> the, the way you, you're like, oh, you little penises. <laughs> Bro, the penis thing is like out of this world. When I tell you, I've never been peed on as much as I have these past two weeks. Well, it, I hope not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unless... I have been spoiled by having a girl with the like a vagina. Like I hate to say I've been spoiled by vagina, but the fact that (laughs) Rye has a vagina and like her pee was just going into the diaper. Oh my god! And you're familiar with a vagina because you have because I have one, right? Yes. The penis thing is just it gets even weirder. Oh, get ready! So weird. (laughs) Get ready. Yeah. So it took me two contractions to get Ace out. Yes. He was out in about like four minutes, if that. And (laughs) once his head was out, my doctor's like, reach down and pull him out, Shy. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I reached down and I pulled him out. Yes. It was and it was really something to see. I had never seen that. And it it took me a second to realize that she was pulling him out. Cheyenne just pulled her baby out. <laughs> I feel that's how out Ace. I was like, Cheyenne pulled Ace out. It was crazy, like beyond crazy. That makes me so excited. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like wasn't expecting that a very very crazy moment. And at first I was hesitant. I'm like, huh? I need to touch my baby. And Zach is like, if she won't do it, I'll do it. I'm like, <laughs> Cheyenne's legs are up, and all you see is Cheyenne like. Reach, muster up some strength and pull Just the baby pull, out yes you really value being a father and a husband and you also value your work like you yes. you respect your work and it's i love seeing that balance um it shows it shows us that it can be done yes and it like for That's me cool. it helps because you know now that I'm not moving to D.C. anymore and I'm like, oh, Boz is going to be spending time in D.C. with his dad. I'm like, what am I going to do with him when I'm just talking to him on the phone? Because kids lose their attention. Like they'll talk to you for a few minutes and then they're like, "Ooh, something over here. I saw J.C. on Father's Day, like Cheyenne said, he was playing a game with the kids and I like with his boys. And I was like, 
This is so smart. Yeah, I swear. I'm like, why haven't I done this? Yeah. (laughs) And and I was like, oh, like, this is how you engage in a different way. So it's like, I've gotten to learn from you in terms of like, you know, yeah, little Mm -hmm. tips of parenting with FaceTime. Like, thank God for FaceTime. But it's, um, there's more than just, hey, how are you? How's your day been? What are you doing? But it's like, let's play a game. So it's funny. Let's play show and tell. That's exactly what was happening. I was noticing... It's in the beginning too. When I first got to LA, it was like I did nine weeks and I had a, like a three week break mm-hmm. where I was able to, able to go home. And then there were seven weeks. So right now we're at the end of this seven weeks. Yeah, after. it's been a while. <laughs> like I'm ready to go home. Yes. So ready. I'm literally gonna get on a flight tonight. Oh, we'll say that for later. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I was just noticing as I'm talking to my boys and like you know. Or the four-year-old, like, you know, his attention spans all over the place. Yeah. But even my bigger guy, some days it would be, like, a long conversation. Some days, like, he would just be like, I just want to, like, watch my iPad. I'm tired. And I was just like, Daddy's been waiting all day to talk to you. Yeah. You know? And like, like, pay attention to me. Right. Yeah. And, like, and they were having a tough time, too, sometimes. Like, my wife would tell me, like, you know, like, oh, like, the little guy is, like, he's acting out. He's asking about you a lot. Mm-hmm. And the big guy would make comments. And she was just like, they're acting weird. So I was like, I need to step up. I need to do something. So I was like... I just can't get in the monotonous. Like, how was your day? What did you have for dinner? Did you go outside? Mm-hmm. So I it, go it was the same mode. like four questions. So I was like, I need to do more. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When your child is around somebody that their father father is in a relationship with, you want, to me, I want my child to feel, number one, comfortable around you. I want them to feel loved. I want them to feel supported. I want them to feel respected. You know, of course, there's boundaries with everything, but I would be mad if I saw ways that it was like, you know, she don't fuck with my kid. Like, you know, you want your child to be in a situation where that they are treated equally. 
and loved. And I genuinely see that in their relationship. Yes. So how am, how could I be mad at that? Like, that would make no sense if I'm like, how dare you treat her like she's yours? Like, how dare you be nice to how my dare kid? How dare you, like you my love kid. my child? Like, what? That doesn't make any sense you to me. You better love my child. <laughs> and in no way do I think that, and this goes for Taylor and for Zach, I think that they both play an awesome role in Ryder's life. And I think that they both respect their parents. Like mm -hmm. Zach respects that Corey is Ryder's dad and Taylor respects that I am Ryder's mother. But does that like stop them from doing anything with Ryder? No. Does that stop them from like loving Ryder? No. Huh. If you smoke as a mother, do it. Like you said, do it responsibly. And you have to know like your limits in like, yes. you have, no, and that goes limits. for like any type yes. of substance you're putting in your body, like alcohol or like marijuana or anything else. You got to be able to snap back real quick. If some shit happens to your yep. kid to be able to handle yes. your kid. And that was one thing that my mom started that would always tell me once I have to, like once I was done nursing brighter when I was starting to like, you know, drink again. And maybe like if I was going out, she would be like, you can never get so drunk to the point where if something happened, I call you. Yes. You can't you come can't and come handle kid. your kid. Yes. And I would always think about that in the club. I'm like, OK, I'm right there at that tipsy line. <laughs> we're like one more shot is done. But like, you know, when you're like that good, happy you're drunk. Like, I got it. But it's like anything <laughs> after that, like it's downhill. Yeah, I learned. I learned those lines. And when you're and you don't want to deal with your kid hungover. No, you don't. Or when no. I told my dad that I was pregnant. Was pregnant with Ryder, the his first reaction was, you could be dying of AIDS right now, basically. Yes. And I'm Thank sitting, God it's a baby, but yeah. you could have had AIDS. And I'm sitting there like, what? <laughs> like, you know, I'm waiting for like the reaction of like me being pregnant, not the reaction of like, do you have AIDS or not? And he kind of went back to like, basically our whole, you know, preteen, teen, a young adult life, mm -hmm. he's always talked to us about using protection, protection and how you're protecting yourself not only from getting pregnant, but from, like, STIs and STDs and AIDS. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, how did we get all the way here to yeah. AIDS? Where like, in my head, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> do I? Do I have AIDS? Like, I need to go get I'm checked. Like, I need to go get checked. Like that was so. Then you know I'm sitting there and I'm pregnant, and everybody knows there was a lot of questions around my pregnancy. And now in my head I'm pregnant, and I got fucking AIDS because my dad <laughs> told me. Like my dad diagnosed me. Basically, <laughs> so and I'm just like, okay, God, what are we about to do? So I made a doctor's appointment to go and get checked. I did not have AIDS. Um. But my dad was really, really upset with me because I didn't use a condom and not for getting pregnant necessarily, but because of putting myself in risk. Risk. Um, once we found out that I, in fact, didn't have any STIs or anything like that, then he gave me a whole nother talk about being pregnant where he was still upset. So he was still really upset then. So, you know, either way, I wasn't winning around that time. But it was a really, really intense talk. Yeah. I remember, I remember we were prepping for your baby shower and your dad was like, 
Tell her, Shannon. Tell her how it's hard. How to <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. He was really intentional to me. He was like, tell her how hard it is to be a single mom. And I was like, oh, um, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and still all, trying to get used to about it. Right. <laughs> about that. Like, in all transparency, telling my dad when I was pregnant with Ryder was probably the hardest person to tell just because my dad and I have a really close relationship. When my parents got divorced, I stayed with my dad. Um. And it was just, it was just us. So he, the talks, you know, we had a lot of talking. And telling him, I really felt like I was disappointing him. And especially with the situation, it wasn't like I didn't have, like, a good good presentation. You know, right. this is what happened. This is who my baby daddy is. This is what we're going to do. It was right. like, hey, dad, I'm pregnant. Hey, <laughs> don't know, you know, like the Bible thumper. Yeah, got pregnant, and didn't, got lost in her know. exploring phase. I got lost, and for me, I was looking at her. And I was like, Ooh. it was like a shock to everyone. Yes, because I've I've always done things the quote unquote right by the right way yes. by the book. I went to high school. I got great grades. I went to college. I made dean's list all four years. Mm-hmm. I always listened to graduated in four years. Yeah, like, like I always did exactly what I was supposed to be doing. So then when I got pregnant, it was like, what? Yeah. Like everyone was just like, and then not only getting pregnant, but I got pregnant and I had two options of a, a, my child's father, and that was like the biggest. Jerry Springer, Maury show, you know, <laughs> segment of my life. I didn't, and it was it was really hard. When we got home, bringing Parker home, home was my parents' house, and so my parents are very old school to the point. You're not married to my daughter, so you can't sleep at our house. Right. So the baby was all on you. The baby was all on me. So literally, when we brought Parker home, me and Robert were excited, like, okay, like, you're coming in my room. And my parents like, no, Robert needs to go home. He's not going to sleep in literally the first night. I was like, oh, he can't. Nope. You can go. Like, and and the thing was. What if y'all stayed in the living room? I think that would have been okay. I mean, I don't know. But my parents, it was a really weird time. It was really weird and very uncomfortable because I'm bringing this baby home that I don't know how to take care of yet. Mm -hmm. And I need my significant other to help me out. Like, especially because I just went through this crazy ass surgery um, that made me just feel like, I don't know. It was just weird. I felt so uncomfortable in how to move my body again. Um, So... I needed him. Literally that night, I remember I was laying down in my bed. I guess my bed was too low, and I could not get up. I could not get up because Parker was crying in the other room. I was like, oh, shit, give me him, get up. I couldn't get up because it hurt so bad to, like, lift my body. Mm-hmm. So that ended up me sleeping on the couch for about a couple of months. What if you go to have sex with someone, right, and you guys are both standing there naked and he has a really small package and you're not expecting it to work but it works so well are you going to be judgmental that he's still small if it works well i'm about to hype what, that little thing up. right <laughs> if you know what to do with your little chang chang yeah then it's still fine then, then it's fine but if you don't then Just call it a chang chang <laughs> 
What if he doesn't know what to do with it, but he has the nope. best nope. head in the world? Like when he oh. when he goes down on you, it's like the best <laughs> orgasm you've ever had. See, I've had that, and I just couldn't get past it. You couldn't get past the shake shake not working. I don't think so either, because uh, every night you're gonna go down on me. Yeah, and I'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> Don't yeah. put that little thing inside me. <laughs> yeah. like, Get away. I don't want you to have to rev the car up every, every time. So I guess, okay, so. <laughs> because it's fun. So like, does size matter way? to you guys? Is size a deal breaker? Not necessarily size, but knowing what to do with it. Wait, <laughs> have you guys ever had a guy cry during sex? Oh, no. No, no, Wait. No. I was just about to say that I'm a crier. Wait, oh, you, you cry, cry during sex? I cry after sex. Oh. It's the worst. Like, I'm confused. I just cry. Because I don't know why. Better. No, I don't know. I'm learning so much right now. <laughs> Do you cry because it feels bad? No, I'm not going to. I don't. I was thinking about this on my way here today. Interesting. I'm a very emotional person. Sometimes I cry. I remember the first time I had sex with my past relationship. <laughs> I was crying. And he was like, and he was drunk as hell he's like what he's like what's wrong are you okay <laughs> are you okay what's wrong with you he's like this and is like, consensual yeah, no. right he's like i was like i have a, i have to go home he's like why i was like i have a son i have to go home i shouldn't be doing this <laughs> so shannon has sex and then has mom guilt and starts crying <laughs> got it <laughs> Prior to us getting back, I did have a little fling, and she had an older son, and it would, it was it was different. How but old it was, was different the son? Because that it, that there's an age barrier that will make or break it. <laughs> How old he was, was he? Like five, six, but it was it was just too much. Like, Why? What made it too much? Right, I'm over here like what made man. It too much? <laughs> you turned the well for one. He slept in her room, like on in like the isolated area but it was like he had a little light he couldn't walk to the bathroom without the light being he was just oh mommy turn the light on and then i'm like if you don't i wanted to say you know i wanted to if you don't get your ass up and go to the bathroom you six like go but that that's where it so felt wait, uncomfortable i'm trying to understand the bedroom setup so they were in like a studio no it was a one-bedroom apartment so they, so they just shared a she room. Did, they shared a room got it so, so he had just had his it was the room was pretty it was a good size like it was we've bigger talked than this. about was, this on here because shannon because i have a one bedroom chair. yeah but i haven't yet had a I haven't had a partner since then, so. Got it. So So I don't know how it would be, because he has his bed, but he doesn't sleep in his bed. He sleeps with me. That's because you don't have a partner, I'm sure. I'm sure it was the same thing with him. I already, I I saw it. Like, I already knew, like, your bed looked too damn clean. You don't sleep in that bed. So when you would come over, he he would would sleep in his bed. He would go sleep in the bed. Now, did you guys do the nasty with him in the room? Yeah. And you didn't feel, did you feel weird? I though? did kind of feel weird. I kept kind of looking. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want him to pop up like, you mommy, what are you doing? How do you feel about me doing TV? MTV. Like going oh, yeah. back to like when I first said I'm going to go on Are You the One? Okay, so I don't know if they know the story, but when it first came up, you know, we had like a family discussion, you know, about. How you would conduct yourself, and that your grandmother. And this grandmother is when on Are You the One, yeah, yeah. yeah. which is people, super sexualized. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that show was crazy. You could ten pretty guys, ten pretty women, put them in a house, fill it full of booze. Okay, let's go. You know, so it's dangerous, but you handled yourself <laughs> well. You know, um, you know, because I think your foundation is good. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so you didn't get up there and, you know, you ain't going to be making out in the bathroom when the, with the camera right there. You know, <laughs> them people, that's dumb shit. Them people get caught stuff doing stuff like that. <laughs> you know. When the truth comes out. Yeah. So, I mean, you handled yourself well on that. And, you know, at first everybody was holding their breath, you know, wasn't, you know, making sure. But you did okay. You know, and then. Good um, job, Yeah, yeah, you conducted yourself well. You okay. conducted yourself really well because it got to the point where I tell my, my, my friends and you, know, you check my daughter out, she's on the TV. Oh, so at first you, know. you were hesitant oh, to tell you. Like, hell no, nah, I'm not letting nobody. She didn't let nobody know but the family. He was on a need to know basis. All kids have the same potential, right? Um, um, some different from others, but still they all have the same potential. And so if you kind of repress or suppress that, that, that talent or that, that personality, it'll last for a little while while they're in your house. Mm-hmm. It, it, and if you do it in a bad way, it could come out negative, you know, where they're resenting or they act out or do different things. But it's just like so much easier. You don't want them to like jump off a cliff, yeah. but let them figure out what it's like to skin your knee or to, you know, uh, like the other day, Parker stuck something in the fan <laughs> and broke his helicopter wing and, and like, you know, but he had to do that. Yeah. He had to do that, you know? And so. I know you, that probably drove you crazy, though. Well, mom told me about it. I just laughed. Oh. Now, if she had told me about it, it was one of you guys, I would have like, who did it? Yeah. Come on in here, Stephen. Let me, you know. <laughs> yes. But yeah. it's, it's like, you know, so I, I just learned to relax a little bit. And I think uh, you have a much better experience. When men donate to donation centers, they freeze the sperm, oh. right? So that actually makes the count go. And then, they warm, and then they warm it up. I just feel like I see they like, like, I don't know. They like UID it or something. Around. Or like put them in. I, I don't know how they do it. So this guy is on your couch. On my couch. Yeah, we're in the car. <laughs> on my <laughs> couch. Doing his thing. You uh, didn't provide any helpers? No. He's a professional. He's, I'm like, here's the TV. Do what you do. Did you put like. Porn on napkins or anything next to. Well, yeah, he brings. He brought all his oh, own he, shit. He brought oh, the he cups. had his. He brought <laughs> syringe. <laughs> he brought syringe cup. The medical medical cups that they put the specimen oh, so cups he, in. Professional. Like, yeah, it wasn't super, like, nothing awkward. Nothing weird. Nothing love. You know, he go to the bathroom. Blah blah blah, and then like we come up. He's like, I'm done. We come up. Um, <laughs> How long did it take for him to say he was done? I think the longest maybe is like ten minutes. Oh, he's quick. Oh, he was yeah. horny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> quick, you said horny. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess you put your mindset yeah. in like, ah, okay. So he comes <laughs> up. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house. And I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on in my hallways. Thankfully, FrameBridge has come into my life. 
I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store and print whatever kind of images I want for my home. Whether it's a travel souvenir, my favorite photos from my travels, or just pictures of my kids, I know it's gonna get done and it's gonna look good. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging, or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm gonna take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. I love to see things that I've done and experienced in life and they motivate me to work even harder. When you think of Framebridge, just remember it's easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. It's fair and transparent upfront pricing based simply on the size of your item. There's a curated selection of frame styles with design experts on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame. There's fast service, free shipping, and it's great for gifts. Order online or get expert help at a retail location near you. And don't forget, happiness is guaranteed. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they'll make it right. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuchs and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. I appreciate you being like an, an advocate for your child. Like yeah. Yeah. that's what I, I really learned. You have to speak up. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to speak up. You, you have, have to push. To push. Yeah. Like don't like don't care like about what they're gonna think what they're gonna say like you just have to you are your child's advocate and you know your child best and you have to speak up and if you're not comfortable with something tell them no you know or i have to i'm sorry i need more time to think about it i can't just be like yeah go ahead and do whatever whatever you want to do to my child just like signing papers they throw so much in your face at times yeah Yeah. i mean i just remember one time um callie's line uh got a hole in it when she was running her immunotherapy and um they wanted so they had to stop it and they wanted to start an IV in her to like continue her immunotherapy and I was like wait hold up like let's address, like, let's, address the hole yeah <laughs> let's figure out a solution because I was like can't you just like they're like well we can patch the hole but then the glue is gonna take like four hours to dry and Ooh, blah 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 that four hours set and they're like well we could do it but you know the trial study it might conflict with the study and like i'm like i don't care what the protocol says you're not going to start an iv and my child's arm just because of you some want study, study. If it's, right you want if a it's good still study. safe and the medicine is going to work just as well if we wait four hours then right. we're going to wait we're not going to yeah. just start an iv yeah. in her because you guys want to do it you don't want to be inconvenienced you want to start it now 
So, like, I had to, like, fight for that. Yeah. And they were really irritated. But I was like, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm not going to put my this child my through um, a traumatizing experience mm-hmm. when she's already gone through so much. Right. This medication hurts her body. Like, no, we're going to wait. And it ended up working out. And you're going to be you, patient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait those four hours out. My parenting style would be open. <laughs> no, when I say that, open communication. Okay. No, 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 babe. Open communication. <laughs> I wish y'all could open. see Cheyenne's face right now. I was not expecting open. that one word answer. <laughs> I thought she would say, like, hands on. Right. No, 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 no. no. Involved. I, you can be involved, but still have no communication. That's true. That's very Hell true. Yeah. Very true. Okay. So that is the communication. And we talked about, we, you know, we, we, we talk a lot talk over here, about. y'all. Yes. <laughs> we talked too much. I've learned. No, it's good. Cause but I don't have that with my mom and I love being able to talk to you when I have problems. Cause you've helped me through so much. So I, I love your openness. Well, I, you know, it's Okay. We are just larger versions of you guys, mm-hmm. and you're just a younger version of us. The funny part, if you think about being a parent, you're not the age difference really is not that big, yeah. you know. Yeah. So um, my mother had us when she was young. She was like 22. Mm-hmm. So 22, she st- she started having kids like at 19, I think. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I was raised with my mother. Mm. You were learning with I her. I was learning with her. That was a lot of the questions. How do you how do you like the editing? I don't I feel like this is my first season where I'm really like, whoa. Like the editing is just like, whoa. Really? But I'm also like, I was really pregnant yeah. while I filmed and very like hormonal mm-hmm. and, and stressed out. You were starting another business. I was yeah, I launched a business during yeah. my, at the end of my pregnancy. I was And then hopped right into it. Yeah, and then I was still filming Teen Mom five days a week, all day long. Getting like, tested three yes. three times a week. I I yeah. hate it. I no, 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 I don't hate Teen Mom. I hate that people watch five-second clips out of shooting for, what, like six months, mm-hmm. and then you get judged off of, like, your five seconds four minutes right and of course they're gonna put like your most juiciest four minutes that they got that that whole time that they fumed you they're gonna put like whenever you popped off whenever you cried whenever you shit your bed like they're they're putting your they're putting your worst shit out there because that's like the best shit like no one wants to see us just happy all the time apparently yeah people were complaining that we were too happy yeah So even when um, like we had that rift in our relationship, I don't think he, as he said, he didn't take my celibacy seriously enough to think that it it would still uphold while we were together in person. So when that line, when he tried to cross that line, he realized how serious I was. And I was like, listen, if you can't do this, that's okay. Go away. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) go be free. Go be go back to the streets. Do what you need to do. But like, I don't want to be with somebody who. I have to worry about whether or not the celibacy is only with me until we get off the phone and then they like go do their hoeing. And we talked about that and I'm like, please just be honest with me. Like if celibacy isn't something that you can commit to, then don't lie to me and tell me it is. Yeah. And um, ironically enough, after that, um, our distant pastor's uh, 
Pastor Mike Todd, not pastors, pastor, Pastor Mike Todd of Transformation Church did a series on relationship goals. And they tackled soul ties and sex at the same exact time where Brandon was trying to really understand the root of celibacy. So it's like where it was, where it started out as a request for me, it ended up being like, it's almost like God sent back up and was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to send Mike Todd to talk to you about it. And I'm going to give you this book where Devon Franklin talks about it. So he read the book. Good. And he was he, he read a book, y'all. He read a book, y'all. And <laughs> and um, he's here for this. And he said that it all connected to him at that point. Like he understood the journey. I gave Dave probably literal hell for years. Yes, yes. you did, darling. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, like, <laughs> but no, it was a long time. I'm really trying years. to think like how long it really was, but it was a long time. It was years, and Shine made it like a point to be like the mean stepdaughter, evil. Yeah, I'm a mess with you, stepdaughter. But the irritating part was Dave wouldn't. He was so nice the whole time. Yes, he would not. He would just um, take it all. He wouldn't like, which egged on Shine even more. Yeah, it was like I wanted him to get mad. He was like, anyway. And he wouldn't. It was like, kill him with kindness. Is that yeah. the right phrase? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically. And I also think in a, and I think, I think a part of it was like, Dave really understood like, okay, things weren't handled probably the way that they should have been or whatever. So like, he gave me a lot of grace. Yeah. Things happened really fast. Really, really like, fast. Like, within. Yeah, way too fast. It was so It was like, fast. hey, me, Dave. Hey, me, Dave's kids. Hey. Guys, we secretly we got, got married. married in the Little White Chapel in Vegas. <laughs> and we got each other's names tattooed on us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, oh. that's how it went down. But Oh, my gosh. But looking back, I'm like, Dave. I love your mama. Oh, we know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know that. You put up with a lot. You put up with so much. When you're older, it's hard because we're all so busy. But when you do have those moments of thinking of that one person for a long time in your head, just text them and say, hey, how are you? And like, yeah. really, mean, like, I mean, how are you? Like, yeah, let me no, know. I literally text my best friend who does have a son today and she sent me stuff because my birthday just passed. And I said, no, no, no. What, what, when is the next day that you're off? Because we need to talk, but like really talk. Yeah, like, yeah. when is the last time we got on the phone and really broke down? And whether it's good news, bad news, happy news, sad news, like just vent, like just said, phone. hey, what's going on? Like, we haven't done it in a while and we need to. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's healthy. Yeah, it's important because mom burnout is real. Um, and, that's something you don't want to get to because I feel like once you you get in this cycle of, okay, I've had this mom guilt or this like then this moment of like overcompensating. Yeah. Then it's like you run the risk of burning yourself out. That's when you get cranky. That's when you start to get snappy. I'm working every day, 24 hours. Well, not 24 hours. You know, I have long 12-hour shifts. And when I get home and my girl's bitching. Mm-hmm. Telling me I ain't shit. I'm gone all damn day. Not doing like for one, I'm working to provide for you so you can eat. And it's just right. I'm all of a sudden thrown into a category of a, I'm a bad dad. No, you you're not here. Your kid doesn't see so you all real, day. Though. And a lot of parents go through a lot of fathers go through that. I know that personally. They're always working. I see it on Instagram. 24 yeah. 7. I feel Dads like are I was, working. Yeah. And especially in the entertainment industry, they're traveling and doing they're always gone and then their moms are all you ain't never there for your kid like you see that a lot on instagram you see a lot of like headlines like 
this dad did beat dad because he's doing this or that. And I guess sometimes, I don't know. I think sometimes it, I do think that dads get put into the deadbeat category a lot more than moms do, even if it's an absentee mother. I do think that dads are being, are like always known for being the deadbeat or just not the, like. The thing is, it's like the dad might not even be a deadbeat. It might be the, 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 the female that is just, has a dead brain because they always <laughs> they are always the ones to push the dad away and then no, try to keep not. keep the kid to themselves and tell the dad you can't come and then tell the dad you're a bad dad you ass backwards <laughs> literally no, ass this is backwards so, no, but that's and very I real. hate seeing that type of shit with it's like you playing you're using your kid as a, a, as pawn. a pawn as a pawn you yeah. can't do that shit it's so stupid but one funny thing is um, like my mom was tripping out because she couldn't be in the room so I made a zoom link and I think I only sent to like four people in my family and then we sent Messier the link and I didn't know this but he sent the link to his <laughs> entire <laughs> entire family and um I feel like there were legit like 15 people were there 15 to like Your whole family it was, was like it was I so mean, many yeah, names family from everywhere like london yeah everywhere. so oh, that's was, awesome i basically had like a an international <laughs> birth <laughs> i feel like that's your like dream though oh yeah i thought it was really cool i actually, it actually made me really happy at first i was like what the hell like this is a really like, vulnerable like I didn't know what angle these people had, but apparently what angle did they have? They saw the head come out. They were literally like, stop what you're doing. And I'm, I'm like, laughing. freeze, motherfuckers. No, <laughs> it's funny now, but it was not funny then. Trust me. I was in tears and shambles. Nah. Like my mom had to pick me up off the floor. It was devastating. But I just want you to hear what I heard. And you guys are going to be like, what the hell? They're like, stop what you're doing. You need to get your child to a hospital immediately. What? And I'm like, okay why why right bro they said that Ryder had something where her insides were eating them like she was eating her insides out it was like Stop it. it was like I, a flesh eating yeah. inside disease i instantly thought of like there is a disease where it's like your skin eats itself. Right, it's and I was like, oh my God, my niece is being eaten. And, I'm, and they're like, and have fed you out. fed her? When's the last time you fed her? And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, feed her right now. Feed her. I'm like, okay, well, oh am I God. supposed to be getting ready to go to the hospital? Or feeding, or feeding. Yeah, they made it seem like she had like this disease that was eating, like she was going to combust in like five seconds. Like it was just like, I'm like, what the fuck? Am I supposed to stop and feed her? Am I supposed to stop and go? Like, what are we doing? And I'm screaming at my mom. She's eating herself. And like, I'm screaming at Kyle, pack the car. Like it was literally probably out of a movie scene, the most like frantic, dysfunctional scene ever but y'all know we first moved. of all they shouldn't be <laughs> calling a Active. oh moved. oh first yeah time mom like that yeah. they should be calm they shouldn't okay. be calling anyone they, like no. that okay no it did not it like, was that was not the that was not the phone call we got no and it was to the point where i couldn't even function to be able to relay Help the her. phone call yeah. to my mom and sister who were there for them to understand it was just we just had to go it we was just see. i was just screaming let's go like yeah. i just needed to know like 
I just needed to get out of the house to go to the hospital. So my mom calls back and she's trying to get them to talk to her, but they won't talk to her because she's not the parent. Stop it. And I can't get myself together enough to give them permission to tell her. Like I'm in such a, st- a state of like shock and panic because all I'm thinking Despair, is my child is dying. Like yeah. the right. way they made it seem was like she was dying. Have you ever sent a new to the wrong person? No. Have you? Have you? Yes. Oh. Who'd you send it to? See, I have. I'm terrified. I have. Whenever I always double check. Oh, am I? Like, I thought I was, <laughs> and after that, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm too damn old for this shit. Like, <laughs> Wait, who did you send me to? <laughs> it's actually a funny story when I think back on it. Like, did you send it to another like peer, or did you like <laughs> oh, f up and send it family. to like your dad or something? Oh, I f'd up and sent it to like a peer, but it was like oh. someone who I was like we were kind of working together but we it was like we weren't working together was it a male or female it was a guy and he's he's based in new york and it was to the point where i was like damn i'm about to call his sister and tell his sister to go get his phone so that she could erase it <laughs> what was the was it a bad how movie? yeah how yeah, lewd how, was this new was this nude? it was a pretty pussy picture oh my <laughs> it was like oh my god i would have said that's not me i, I googled it somebody hacked my phone and i don't know why they sent you a vagina this is like <laughs> This is probably like ten years ago. Oh, and it man. was it was um freshly waxed and it was okay. It was right. nothing that I was embarrassed about. I was embarrassed that he proud. received it, but yeah. I was like, whoa. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you to our audience, our followers, all the commenters, subscribers. It follow, really, like, yeah. It's you. You have really propelled our podcast into Gross. a space. Um, that we didn't know what was going to come so soon. Yeah. And it's really rewarding. I love seeing in my DMs just you guys commenting on our, my pictures of Parker. Or even just saying like I'm a great mom and not even knowing the half of it. And it just it really those comments and those words really make me smile when I see those. It just it's it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome to have this platform and see how much we have grown yeah, that's true. Because at the beginning <laughs> of this podcast, I know it was kind of rough, but it's just so much fun. It's we so had much to figure fun. out yeah. Yeah. the flow. And, and we got it. We got it. We got it. And I'm proud of us yeah, for it. Me too. It's also really, it feels really cool when like people try and talk shit and then other people are like, actually, if actually, you listen to the right. podcast, yes. you would know. So I'm like, heck yeah. yeah. Like we love seeing the comments where you guys are like, hey, why haven't you posted the podcast yet? Like this is my morning routine. But yes. like, you know, we're, sl- we're, we're busy moms over here. And sometimes, you know, we, uh, life happens, life happens and we push it to the very end. Um, we are so thankful for you guys. We love amazing. We, we really appreciate it and we want to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, don't forget to follow us at the think loud crew on Instagram and to check us out on any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow me at shy, not shy. Follow me at R. Kyle Lynn. And you can follow me at Hair by Shannon C. And I hope you guys have a good week. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.